Hey Tubes, it's Lara here. I just want to ask you guys if you think I can be an activist without an Instagram following. Thank you so much. Oh, hey there, friend. You are listening to Hey Tubes, where we are figuring out, can we save the planet but make it fashion? Can we? I don't know yet. I think we need to record some more episodes. Same. We're just going to keep on talking until we figure out an answer. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon, and we're also the founders of footwear label Tubes. And we are also your answerers today of the question, can I be an activist without an Instagram following? What a great, great question. And one that I want to like scream into the microphone, except it's going to really hurt your ears, is yes, you can. Yes, you sure can. Yes, you can. Yes, you should. Yes, you will. Yes, you are. You must. I mean, yes, you must. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So I guess what does it mean to be an activist is a really important question at the outset of this episode because... Everybody likes to throw around this word. You know, you'll see celebrities. I feel like celebrities are always actor slash activist. Yeah, or like philanthropist. Yeah. But I feel like a philanthropist more sounds like money, so activist makes them sound better. Like they're actually doing something. It's the 2022 version of a philanthropist. philanthropist. Yes, because a philanthropist is just philanthropping around, whereas an activist (laughs) is actively. around. Yeah, an activist is like actively activisting. (laughs) (laughs) That is the specific, very technical definition. Yes. Yeah, and I think that, I don't know. I want to say we can all be activists. I want to say we are all activists in our own way. And I I feel like maybe that makes you as a listener feel a bit ick. I feel like people feel a little bit ick about the word activism. It's true. Well, I think it's because of aforementioned celebrities who just love to throw the word around. And are you actually doing anything? But like, does it matter? It doesn't matter. And also I feel like the reason it makes people feel ick is because it pings their imposter syndrome. I feel that way about me. Like if I think of myself as an activist, I feel immediately inadequate. Yes, totally. Like a little bit ashamed that I even just said that. Like who am I to think of myself as an activist? I actually remember when you and I were more in the how to live days, maybe we'd started tubes and we cared about stuff, but we were still just kind of making fun videos and things. I feel like we would often like every year or two set out goals for ourselves and how we wanted to be seen and what we wanted to be. Haha, that we ever cared about what people thought of us. Uh, (laughs) And I feel like we wanted to be activists. I feel like there was a stage where we're like, oh, activists would be cool. Yeah. It's so funny because I think if you want to be it, you're probably not it. But now that I'm thinking about it, I 
reckon we're activists. Yeah, yeah, I totally reckon we are. And but I, we would never call ourselves that. So this is more of a like on the down low activism. It's not about putting it in your Instagram bio. I think it's deeper than that. It's about the action that you're taking. It's about the changes that you're making. Yeah, and I think also like – That was when I thought of activism as like this very small, narrow amount of stuff that you could do that many people didn't really fit into. But now, I don't know about you, but it feels like a really large umbrella where there's so much you could be doing. And I almost like to think of life as activism you know Mm -hmm. if you're vegan or if you're making good choices when you're buying fashion items or buying items for your home like those are moments of activism in your actual daily life and I feel like we should be proud of those moments and I want to be proud of you for those moments. I don't want you to be shying away from them. Totally. And like if you're going to your local grocery store and you're saying to them, hey, I notice you have Meredith's goat's cheese. I'd love to have the vegan version of that available here. Yay Fed is a really awesome brand. If you're doing things like activism. that. Activism. That activism. That is activism. If you are writing to a brand and saying, hey, I really love what you do, but I'd love to see more environmental materials being used. Activism. (laughs) So there are so many ways that you can be an activist here. And I think that, like you said, it used to feel like it was something different. And I think that's because it almost used to feel like it was an elitist thing, like only certain people were allowed to be activists. And I guess in the same way social media has allowed all of us to be anything we want to be, social media has allowed us all to be activists, but it's not the only way that we can be activists. And for us, we are actually going to be the experts talking on this episode today because we like to think that we know a thing or two about social media. We've been doing it for a very long time. We've had how to live for 10 years next month. For 10 years. For 10 years. (laughs) Is that Charlotte from Sex and the City? Yeah. Yeah. And so we can tell you firsthand that it ain't all it's cracked up to be. And sometimes actually having an Instagram account and having a following can hold you back from activism in a lot of ways. That might sound like a scandalous comment, but allow us to unpack that one. That's such a true statement. I feel like right now in this very moment, if you have a following, you have an expectation that's put on you Like you have to care about everything. And if you want to be an environmental activist, that's fine, but you better be activisting, activizing all the activities. (laughs) Activating. Around all the other social justice issues, around all the other issues happening around the world. You can't just be an activist for the environment like you want to be. So true. And also you're caught up in your following and posting the things that the people want to see, posting what gets the most likes as much as you don't want to get caught up in that. We're only human and all of us can't help but getting caught up in the how many people commented on that and is this the right thing that my followers want to be hearing about? And also it's just exhausting. And mm. taking having a following us, sucks. Having a following is the worst. And like we have How to Live, the Instagram account. I don't even know how many followers it has. If you're new here, that was our old platform, Instagram, blog, podcast that we used to run. We'll let you know a little secret. How many Instagram followers it has now? It used to have like 80,000 more. Oh, yeah, true. Like it just drops followers like flies. And because we, we never, never post. post. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we never post and when we post and 
we just couldn't be bothered anymore because it was really exhausting and it's a lot more fun to actually go out there and do all the things. Yeah, it's a than, lot more fun than to actively be activisting and, ra- rather than just be social media activisting. And it's better to do good than it is to look good and a lot of social media is just about looking good. So true. Wait a second, pause. That word activist, if you say it enough times, it really loses all meaning. Activist, 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 activist. I feel like I don't even know how to pronounce or say it anymore. (laughs) I'm so confused by the word. So that's the following side of things. So let's just forget about the Instagram following, shall we? I also want to touch on something here, something that Renan actually brought up in the episode where we interviewed the boys about, will my friends ever care about the environment? And he raised such a freaking valid point that I think we should dissect. I think we should dive into. I think we should devour. I think we should enjoy that. Mm, Delicious. We have so much, not we, like me and Stephanie, but we, all of us, we have so- The royal we. The royal we have so much influence in our daily lives, whether it be within our families, whether it be within our friendship groups, at our workplaces, the people that we come across, the communities that we exist in, we hold so much power and influence within those very communities, just the people we're relating to on a day-to-day basis, that we should not discount the impact that we have just by making those decisions, good decisions in our everyday lives. So true. And I think when we start to tell ourselves, well, I could never be an activist because I don't have a following or who am I to be an activist? We're disempowering ourselves and we're forgetting all the ways that we really do have influence in our lives and all the ways that we can be making changes. And if we shift that narrative and start to see all the ways that we do have influence, then we can feel empowered and we really can start to make a difference. Yeah. And if I think about activism, 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 it's getting old now, isn't it? (laughs) If I think about activism of like how I came by it, how I came to know what it meant, we actually had this family friend when we were growing up and she would come over to our house and she was a ranger like a park ranger and she was a badass. She was like GI Jane. Like she always came over in like full khaki. Yeah. Yeah. She was a total badass, and also made really good cookies. Great cookies. What she did was she would volunteer for animal rights organizations that would literally break into places where they'd heard about animal cruelty or animals going to slaughter and things like that. They would break in physically and they would rescue the animals. They would break in and break out. In the middle of the night. Like she'd been arrested a few times. She was like the pillar of activism. She didn't have no Instagram. No. And she would like go into stores. I don't know if this is like a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's a good thing though. I think it's good. Yeah. She would go into stores and when there would be fur coats, she would put ketchup on them. Yeah, like old school activism, baby. That's grassroots grass shit. Grassroots. Grass this is what we're talking about. <laughs> Let's get back to the grassroots. We don't need no social media to hold us down. There are plenty of people out there doing the social media thing and there are plenty of people doing it well and we don't want to put those people down and it does do great if it's your thing. You know, if I think if it lights you up, if that's what energizes you, then awesome, do that. But if it doesn't and you still want to do something, be like our family friend. Yeah. 
She was awesome. Also, like, can you tell that we're recording this in the afternoon? Because there's just that like post-Arvo tea, sugar high coming (laughs) on. (laughs) So, okay. Yes, you can definitely be an activist without having the Instagram following. That's very clear to us. I hope now it's very clear to you and I hope you're feeling excited. And then I also hope you're saying to yourself, well, girls, like in what ways can I be an activist without a following? Well, my friend, here's some things we prepared earlier. So protests. Protests are great. Protests are fun. Also, if you've never been to a protest, the amount of adrenaline you receive when you're oh. like standing on a picket line and yelling for something that you care about. We actually had a very funny and interesting experience happen to us recently at a protest that I want to share with you because, well, it's good for discussion. So there was a youth climate strike happening in the city of Melbourne. This was, I want to say, in 2021. And we made signs at the Tubes office. We invited anyone from Instagram that wanted to come along with us. By the way, we made really fantastic signs at the Tubes office. Like there was one that was Miranda Priestley from The Devil Wears Prada. And instead of florals in spring groundbreaking, it said governments ignoring climate change groundbreaking. (laughs) Those are some good ass signs. So we went along to this protest and we're super excited. And a part of Tubes being at that protest is about accessing our following and pushing it out on social media. So there you go. That is linked to having a following. But the actual fact that we're at the protest wasn't. So we're arriving at our protest with our like super cool signs. We're feeling proud of them. We're feeling proud of ourselves for showing up on a work day, all the things. And we start taking photos as we're arriving. And someone, this dickhead, I want to call him a dickhead, walked by and he was like, oh, taking photos at a protest. What performative activism. And it's like, dude, really? Like we've shown up here, we're ready. And like, what is performative activism also? Like if you are showing up to a protest to lend your sign and your voice to something, there's nothing performative about it. Oh my God, this is so true. And this reminds me that at a family dinner recently, I was speaking to our cousins who were in their late teens and I was saying to them how awesome it is that their generation just shows up and protests at things and that's considered cool. And one of them was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like it's kind of like the new cool club. So like people do it to look cool and they're not actually doing it from a genuine place. And I was like, girl, if people are showing up to protest and that is your idea of cool, then in my mind, your generation is incredible. You know, like back in my day, it was like some mean girl shit out there. The way that we would be cool was like bullying the shit out of each other. And this is like, oh my God, check her out. She thinks she's so cool because she went to 10 protests on the way. Because she's pretending she cares. It's like, cool. She's also like lending her voice. Is she signing the petition? Is she donating money? Is she donating her time? Because then I don't really care whether or not she cares. Exactly. Like she's doing the work. She's She's doing the good activist. She is an activist. I think the other thing that you can do is you can write to your MPs. And I saw a really funny thing on Instagram the other day, which was in my 20s, I used to get drunk and text my ex. And in my 30s, I get drunk and tweet my local MP, which I just saw was so funny. And I think there is so much impact to be had in contacting your local politicians. Like we're the people that vote them in. So they are listening to those people because without us, 
they don't have a job. They're not in that position. And actually at that same school strike for climate that Jess was just talking about, they got us all to take out our phones and there were thousands of people there. This was so funny. There were thousands of people at this rally and they yelled out the phone number for Josh Frydenberg, who's an MP and the treasurer of Australia. They literally yelled out the number for his office and they got everyone to take out their phones and dial his number right then and there and call him and say, School Strike for Climate has been trying to make a meeting with you. I want you to meet with them and hear their demands. So everyone takes out their phone and everyone's calling. And like, obviously you're assuming no one's getting through. And then like all of a sudden, ring, 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 ring. I get a, hello, the office of Josh Frydenberg. (laughs) And I was like, oh, hi. And like, it's so funny because there were so many young people there. And then there's just like me on the phone to Josh Frydenberg's office. And she's like, can I help you? And I was like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> School strike for climate have been trying to meet with Josh Brydenberg and I think that he should meet with them and these are their demands. And she was like, okay, no worries. I'll take a message. But you know, if they're getting calls like that all day, every day, then they're really going to be listening to it and you're really going to be making an impact. Mm, and on that, I just want to say like we are coming up to an election in Australia and you will hopefully know, or if you don't know yet, you should definitely find out like what are people's climate policies and if you care about that and if you feel like a climate activist or you feel like that might make you feel like an imposter but you still feel like you care, then you should definitely be voting for climate as your numero uno thing. And I know I will. Very exciting. So another thing is giving money and giving time. So Steph, you actually introduced me to this, but I have started this new thing where I go to so many kids' birthday parties. Like I've got them coming out of my ears, weddings and kids' birthday parties. And you need to bring a present or I feel like I do, but I hate buying stuff and I especially hate buying people stuff that they don't need. So something that I've started doing for kids' birthdays instead of buying, I don't know, a random doll or game or whatever it is that you buy kids these days, I instead hop on WWF, which stands for World Wildlife Fund. They do incredible work and I adopt something. Usually it's a turtle. because I, I, I did a snow leopard. Okay, well, I've been adopting turtles like left, right and centre. And essentially what it does is it's a donation to their organisation. And then also you get this like really cute certificate saying like, thanks so much for adopting this turtle. Is it, oh, the turtle's name is Hector. They're all the same turtle. They're all called Hector. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They named all the turtles Hector. <laughs> well, you're Wait. not actually adopting a turtle. You're like just giving a thing and then they made it in a cute gimmicky way. But then what okay, you do- Okay, because I think we need to talk to them about their marketing and that. That could be way cuter than Hector. Just like Hector the turtle. Yeah, but now I'm imagining like a whole ocean full of turtles and they're all called Hector and they're all confused by it. Okay, so what the great part is about this for kids' birthdays as well is that they actually send you like a plush turtle. So they send you a turtle toy. So the kid gets this turtle toy and then their parents get to tell them, oh my goodness, well, there's actually a real turtle out there in the ocean named Hector and you adopted it and now you're the parent of this cute turtle Hector. And then they're like, but my friend has a turtle called Hector. Yeah. And then they're like, she always gives turtles called Hector. Uh, And I think the other thing that you can do that's similar is if you're having an event or a party or a wedding or anything is asking people to give a donation in your name. And this is actually something that our mum has always encouraged us. When we had our bat mitzvahs, when we were 12. She would never let us get presents. Oh my God. My friends were getting like the sickest presents, so much money and like awesome stuff. And it was like, no, no, you have to donate 
all your money. You have to pick an organization and ask people to donate to that. And I have to say, when I was 12, I resented the shit out of it. But as a Props to her. Props to her for doing that because we didn't need anything. I honestly, I didn't need that stuff that people were going to give me. But the organization, I think I might have given to the Starlight Foundation. They did need those funds. And it's a really beautiful way of asking people, hey, I don't need you to get me anything that I don't need. So I'd much prefer you to either give me funds that I will give or give funds to these awesome organizations that I really want to support. Another thing that we touched on very briefly earlier is activism in supporting things and not supporting things. So an example of this is that recently we changed banks. So our business has always been with ANZ. And then about 12 months ago, I want to say we moved over to a more ethical bank, which is Beyond Bank. Highly recommend if you're looking, although we do not give financial advice here. And we, rather than just like being like to ANZ, see ya, we're going over to Beyond. We wrote them a really thoughtful email to our account managers and we basically explained to them, hey, we're leaving you for this other great ethical bank. The reasons we're leaving is because you invest in all the baddies and we don't want to contribute in that way. So we're going over to a bank that's a lot more dynamic, a lot more thoughtful and intentional about the way that they use their funds and hope that we can see you guys doing this in the future. Boom, baby. That's activism. Yeah. Like it's supporting things that you care about, buying from ethical brands, buying and supporting the things that you think are doing good in the world, not supporting the things that you think are doing bad in the world, but also checking in with them and letting them know why, because For these big companies, we've said it before, we'll say it again, data is what talks to them and, you know, they need case studies. They need to know why. If they can just see everybody's leaving or a bunch of people left, that'll just go as a number in a case file and they won't actually know why. But if they have it written down, hey, these are the reasons. Yeah, like we have a trend here that people under the age of 35 are all leaving our bank and they're all saying this is why. Then that's something that they can take action about. Totally. And the other thing is often as an individual, we can feel a little bit powerless in our activism and how much of a difference am I making on my own? So joining with friends, you know, there's a real power in a group of influence. So get all your friends together and get them all to think about leaving their banks at the same time, or, you know, all be, it's like, it's like when your favorite cafe takes the dish off the menu that you love and you love to order. I don't know if this happens to everybody, but once, what did our local cafe stop serving that you loved? It was like a porridge. It was like a quinoa porridge or something. No, baby. It was an acai bircha and it was the most incredible (laughs) freaking collaboration since Beyonce and Jay-Z created Crazy in Love. Yeah, and like every day Jess would send one of us in from the office to go in there and be like, oh, hi, excuse me, do you still have the acai bircha? And they'd be like, no, and be like, oh, what? That's such a shame. That was my favorite. That was my favorite thing to order from here. And so we would- Oh, wait. And then they would say, do you want anything else? And you'd say, no, I'm going to go get lunch somewhere else. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that part was key. <laughs> so, you know, like it's about creating impact through if just one person says that, okay, cool. They're just going to be like, well, that crazy chick loves Asai Birchard, whatever. But if they're hearing it every day from different people, then they're going to stand up and pay attention. So band together with your friends and create more impact. If you want to know how that story ended, I'm pretty sure they brought 
back a they brought in a dragon fruit x bircher no and it Wrong. was so watery and bad i hated yeah. it they no. didn't listen at all so dragon, hopefully you'll have more success dragon fruit just is inferior to acai i agree uh, another thing you can do is submitting articles. So you might not have a platform yourself. You might not have a following yourself, but if you are really passionate, if you're a good writer, if you care about things, you can write articles and submit them to platforms, to media outlets who care about this stuff. And you can piggyback off the back of other people's followings and still get your messaging out that you want to without all that extra stress of managing a social media account. Hey, Tubes! Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <sighs> okay, I'm feeling <sighs> so much lighter now that we all know that we're activists. Yes. Now that we all know exactly the actions that we can take. and I'm ready to activate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling active. Let's take some activities and move <laughs> forward into the active sphere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's shimmy on over here and let's start up a little segment that you know, that we know, that everybody loves, and it is called Bye Bye Bye. bye, bye. bye, bye, bye. So as you may or may not know, we used to be influencers ourselves. We used to have this big Instagram following and we used to get contacted a lot by brands who wanted to send us things. So in this special influencer edition of Bye Bye Bye, we are going to be talking about a couple of things that we said no to, some buys or some gifts that we said bye bye to. So technically, bye bye gift. And both of these examples that we've come up with actually happened very recently in probably the last couple of months. Yes, because people seem to still have us on their lists and still email us all the time about free stuff. Like they think we still have influence, lol. (laughs) So the first one is there's this sheets place in Byron Bay, this linen place that I love and that I've bought my sheets from that I really needed. And they've recently come out with this sheet set that's created from recycled materials. Love that for them. Love that for the planet. Really, really awesome. And they reached out to us and they've offered us to receive some of these sheets. Now, the thing is, I love those sheets. I love the sound of them being recycled, but I don't need any sheets. Jess doesn't need any sheets. We both have enough sheets for our house. So while it would have been very easy to say, yes, send us that sheet, we recognized we didn't need them and we said, bye, bye, bye. We said, bye, bye, gift. Bye, bye. Thanks, but bye. Okay. Sheet you later. (laughs) So the next one I was actually particularly excited by and really tempted to say yes to. This was actually a like very small independent designer in the UK that I stumbled across on Instagram. I think an influencer had posted them and I got influenced and I went over to their Instagram account and I started following them because I thought their shit was cool. And I think they were creating like very colorful crocheted stuff, very over the top. Awesome. 
loved it, loved to look at it. So I gave them a follow and in about 24 hours, they had written to us saying, oh my goodness, thanks so much for the follow. I've actually been following you guys for a very long time and I would love to send you stuff from my collection. And it was so tempting to say yes, because I liked that stuff. But again, I didn't need it. Mm. And also, I don't have any influence. So even though this very nice designer was going to send us stuff, she was probably thinking that we were going to be able to post about and sell a bunch. But A, I don't have much influence. And B, I don't really like posting stuff to try and sell a bunch because bad for the environment. So um, as tempting as it was, we ended up saying thank you so much. But actually, no, thank you. We don't need any of the stuff. Bye, bye, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. That is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving us a precious little nugget of your day. We are grateful for you and we also want you to come on over to our party, which is happening on Facebook, Tubes, A Kinder Community. Come on over if you're not there yet. Hang out with us and we will see you there for the week and we will see you right back here, same time next week. Bye-bye now. See you. Thank you so much to our podcast producer, Amelia Navasquez, our podcast coordinator, Bianca Whitner, and a big thank you to King Cora and Lily3PO for creating our incredible theme song. We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Boonarong, Boonwarong, and Wurundjeri Woolwurrung peoples of the Eastern Kulin Nation and the Arakwal people of the Bundjalung Nation. We pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.